So we're going to hear a story here from Matthew chapter 14 about uh, somebody that did that very thing, kind of stepped out of the boat into the deep waters. And then we're going to hear a great story this morning of somebody who stepped out into the deep waters. In fact, um, what you're going to see is that we've got a kind of crazy setup today. Our very own Eric Hawkinson is dropping an album this week. Yeah. So I know some of you probably saw on social media, uh, you probably saw uh, the email. If you did not, uh, Pastor Eric has been recording an album. It's going to release on Thursday and then Friday night at 7. Friday night at 7 right here is going to be an album release party where you can come and hear all the songs. You can tell the stories behind it. And he's going to be sharing with us um, this morning. And so if you have a Bible, let's go to Matthew, Matthew chapter 14. We're in a series right now called Rock Your World. It's a series about the life of Peter. And so if uh, you don't know who Peter is, if you're new to church, let me kind of give you a quick synopsis of Peter. Peter was a fisherman. We talked about him last week. He was this fisherman. Jesus borrowed his boat. Next thing you know, Jesus says, follow me. He's one of the disciples. Next thing you know, he's one of Jesus' best friends. Next thing you know, he says, hey, Peter, I'm going to use you to start the church. And Peter launches the church and is in charge of it when Jesus ascends to heaven. But this is way before then. So we're looking at the life of Peter, Matthew chapter 14. Matthew was also a disciple of Jesus. And if you don't have a Bible, download you version. It's a great version of the Bible that you can have. And this is a story about Jesus, and he goes off to pray, and he sends his disciples out in a boat and sends them off into a storm. So if you have a, a Bible in Matthew 14, we'll go to verse 24. It says, meanwhile, so Jesus is off praying. Disciples are in the boat. And they were in trouble far away from the land, for a strong wind had risen. And they were fighting heavy waves. About 3 o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on the water. How many think that would be awesome to see Jesus come and walk into you on the water? No, you don't. You'd be scared to death if Jesus came walking to you. Oh, yes, that'd be amazing. No, it wouldn't. You would, you would soil yourself. That's what would happen. You would be messed up, and that's what happened to the disciples. Did he just say soil himself? I think he just said that in church. Don't know if I can go here. About 3 o'clock in the morning, Jesus comes walking to him. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, here's our reaction. Here's their reaction. They were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, it's a ghost. But Jesus said, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. don't be afraid. Take courage. I'm here. Take courage. I'm here. That's good news for you, by the way. Whatever it is you're in the middle of, take courage. God is here. Come on, tell somebody next to you, God is with you. God is with you, and that's good news. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Yes, come. So Peter went over the side of the boat. He walked on that water towards Jesus. That is, this is Peter. This is the kind of guy he was. All the other 11 stayed in the boat freaking out, but not Peter. He's just a bold guy. I love Peter, man. He's just like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going out there because he said I could go walk on water. That's pretty, pretty cool. But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and he began to sink. That makes you normal, by the way. It makes you normal. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. When you're sinking, Jesus is going to grab you. When you're sinking, he's going to grab a hold of you. You have so little faith. Why? Why did you doubt me? Father, in Jesus' name, thank you so much for the life of Peter and the words that you want to speak today. 
in Jesus' name. And the church said, amen. All right, you may be seated. Well, Pastor Eric is going to be sharing. They're going to bring out some stuff and set it up for us here as we continue this series talking about discovering the purpose and the calling that, that Jesus has on your life and what he wants you to do. There's a particular purpose and there's a particular calling that God has for you. Here, let's move that forward just a little bit. Put it right there we go. I'm in charge of the decor and I'm preaching. That's how I roll around here. Give Pastor Eric some love, will you? So we're going to look at this story of, of Peter, and uh, for, again, for those of you who are new to our, our gathering, Pastor Eric is incredibly gifted in, in music. He's also our youth pastor, um, but you have an album that is releasing on iTunes on Thursday, and this is one that you put together independently, but uh, tell how did this come about? I mean, this is just crazy. Where did this journey start? Um, how did you get to this place where you're like, I'm going to record an album, and I'm going to put it on iTunes? Yeah, so I was, uh, I was in middle school, and a, uh, a small group leader, he, he, uh, he's right there. Seriously? Goody, what are you doing here? Wow. <laughs> there he is. Stand up, Goody. Stand up. This is Eric's small group leader. Didn't know he was going to be here. Wow. So what you, listen, what Eric is about to share here, what you don't know is sometimes the most, I don't know, random thing that you think you do in someone's life changes their entire destiny. Because you handed this guy a guitar when he was in middle school. And you had no idea that God was going to use you. So when we think about the calling and the purposes that God has on our lives, you play a part in someone's calling. You play a part in someone's purpose. You should always be obedient to the things that God calls you to do. Thank you so much for being obedient. Wow. Oh, wow. We were supposed to make this quicker in the beginning here. Oh, my goodness. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, so I was in middle school, and uh, Goody gives me this guitar and tells me that I should learn it. And uh, so I started playing and picking and playing as best as I could and had a couple opportunities to play on, on Wednesday nights with the band, which that was Hang so, on. Was so it fun. Was he any good? <laughs> he is now. He said he is now. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to believe in that person uh, even when. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. Brought it right in for right. a landing right yeah. there for you, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and got into high school and had the chance to start leading worship the end of my sophomore year. Did that until I graduated and then got into college and started leading in our chapel services that we had weekly. And when I was finishing my freshman year of high school is when I went to the songwriting competition in Estes Park, Colorado. It was this big it was kind of like a week of church camp, except it was all focused on singing and songwriting and bringing your music for people in the record industry to hear. And there were different competitions you could enter in and different stages that you could play on. And, and that's kind of really when this idea of making an album kind of really started. 
Wow. So this is this was not just like a couple months ago you went, hey, I think yeah. I might record an album. This has been a, almost like a 20-year journey yeah. for you, yeah. which really we talked about that a lot last week, that if you don't know your calling, just keep following. If you don't know your calling, keep following. And even when you know your calling, you still have to keep following because here you are in middle school and you're just following Jesus. And yeah. And he's kind of opening the doors. God's like, God just throws these little subtle hints at you. And he's hands, like God hands you a guitar. And God has a beard and a really cool brawny man shirt on. And uh, that's what he looks like, by the way. He looks like the brawny man. And he hands you, hands you a guitar. And, and then you go to the songwriting till you get to the point where you are now like Peter where you're stepping out of the boat. And, yeah. and in the story, in the scripture, it says that, I like as Peter called to him, Lord, and he says, Lord, if it's really you, like he's not real sure. He's like, is it, is it you? Is that you? And so here you are. You're kind of asking that question. I'm assuming that you're like, is, is this really what you want me to do? Mm. And, and so Jesus speaks to Peter, and he says, yes, come. So the question is, how do you know? How do you know, or maybe better yet, how did you know, how did you know that this is what you were supposed to do, that, that God was calling you to record an album? What brought you to that place? I think a big proponent of it is people, and the right kind of people, and the, the people that are encouraging you. And, and, and so the, the people that you have surrounding you is, is huge. Uh, and even in the last, uh, last couple years, the, the people that have played a, a part in, in getting me to this to this place, songwriting was kind of something that I just kind of put on the shelf for a while. Not like I quit or gave up, but I just kind of stopped. And uh, and it was a couple years ago when we were having a meeting, and, and you said, Eric, I, I really just feel like God's telling me to, to tell you this and that you need to start working on a song. So started, I, I mean, I received that. I didn't know what that meant. And then uh, a couple weeks later, you're preaching, and you made this uh, kind, uh, kind of a joke, but you had this song title that you thought of as you were preaching this message about the Holy Spirit leading your life, and then you talked about you and Laura dancing, and how uh, she never lets you lead, and maybe that's the problem is you're not letting the Spirit lead in your life, and... Uh, Laura never lets me lead, still, to this day. She did not receive that message, and right. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, I preach an entire message just for my wife, and yeah. she still won't let me lead. Yeah. Right. And uh, But... <laughs> out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Out of that came, uh, you, you had this phrase, you just need to let the spirit dance you to freedom. And you're like, where's Eric? Eric, Eric write that down. You're going to write a song about that. So, I, so what you're saying is I'm single-handedly responsible for your music <laughs> career. <laughs> I, that's what I just heard him say. Yeah. <laughs> am I in the liner notes for that? Yes. Did yeah, I get song credit? credit? Did did. I get, am I going to get royalties? Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry, we're, uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, you, but it is, it's people. You, you know, yeah, you, you talk to me over yeah. and over again about the, how important it was that people speaking into your life. Yeah, yeah, it's it's huge. I mean, and a buddy of mine from college uh, calling me and saying, hey, I feel like God wants me to help you take the next step. Because that was one of my prayers as I was praying through this process. It's like, okay, I don't know what the next step is. I don't, I mean, do you book a studio? I mean, those are, that's tens of thousands of dollars for a project. And it's like, oh, that's an easy no. So I just won't do it now. You know, and then uh, it was after uh, a Wednesday night and a buddy comes up to me and goes, hey, you should write some songs. Are we going to hear some of your songs? And it's like, okay, that's three times. I should probably look into this. 
you know, but people is just so, so big, and, and uh, it's just so important that the right kind of people that you have surrounding you are the ones that you're hearing the, the, the loudest, like their voice speaking the loudest. That is so important. It's got to be the right people. Yeah. Because yeah. so many people are the wrong people. Like, who's speaking into your life? And they can steer you way off course from what God has. That's yeah. why the body of Christ is so important. That's why being in a, in a group is so important. Why when you're serving alongside people, it's so important. Because you've got to have the right people in your life. Okay, so yeah. people. But I know that there's a couple of other things, too, that you, that God really spoke and, and confirmed that you were supposed to do this. Yeah, and uh, it just kind of comes to this idea of passion. Like, is it, a, is it a passion that you have? Is it something that you really want to do? Or is it something that you feel like God has just placed inside of you? And if you don't do it, that you're just going to explode. Uh, it, it's like, you know, everybody makes a podcast now. And so I'll listen to these podcasts, and I love them. And I'm like, well, maybe I should do a podcast. I, 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 I've got to do a podcast. What is it going to look like? Are we gonna, what are we going to talk about? And then I remember thinking, I don't want to do a podcast. I don't want to just sit around and... I just didn't want to do that, and so that wasn't a passion of mine. But So that's just a really easy thing. Is, is it something that God has birthed with inside of you to do, and is it a passion? I mean, do you w- w- lay awake at night thinking about it? That, that's, that's just huge. Uh, so people and, and passions, like is it, is it really something you want to do? One thing I do want to say about passion, though, that's true, is you also have to have talent, and you have talent. Because I have passion. I've always wanted to be a rock god. I've always wanted to be the guy with the guitar. I've always wanted to shred on stage. I've always wanted to be that person, but I don't have a lick of talent. So I have the passion, but I have no gifting. And praise God for the right people who said, yeah, no, Brad, stick to speaking for a living. So, but you have passion, but you also have giftings, and people will speak that into you and confirm that. Right. So you got, I like this, you've got people and you've got passion. Yeah, and the last thing is is prayer. I mean, so okay, you have this idea, and uh, and you feel like people have confirmed that in your life, and you realize that it's a passion. And I mean, the best thing to do is to pray about it. And prayer for me throughout this whole process has just been huge because my wife, she'll be the first one to tell you that. I mean, there were highs and there were lows, and it was like this roller coaster of of feelings and emotions, and and almost daily there were just like, oh, I'm just so excited, and then, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Like, is anybody going to care? Is it, I mean, there's thousands of artists out there that have a guitar and sing, and, and I'm just another one of those. And, and then it'd be like, oh, but this is just so fun. Oh, but is it, is it really going to be worth it? it just the, the negative self-talk that I allowed myself to just kind of fall into was, was crazy. And, but, but making it a, a matter of prayer to really, really remind myself of what God has reminded me of. It's crazy how we can forget these monumental promises that we feel like God has made to us. And so prayer is huge because you'll, you'll be able to, if you don't journal these things, I'd really recommend you do that because then you can look back and go, no, God promised this. And as you continue to make that a matter of prayer, you'll just be reminded of that um, throughout the whole process. But it's, I love that because when you look at the story of Peter, you see Jesus goes off to what? Pray. Right. He goes yeah. off to pray. Because he had a huge calling on his life to lay down his life for all of us. But when you look throughout the story, nowhere in the story do you see the disciples praying. Right. Uh, And what we see, though, though, is Peter, he gets bold. He says, all right, I believe that Jesus is calling to me. I'm going to step out of the boat, which is is what you did. But in, in the story, it's the wind and the waves, and he was terrified. And he, and, he, and this idea, he says, save me, Lord. And so he's stepping out of the boat. And this is the thing where I, I see so many dreams never make it off the pillow. 
that we have this idea like, I'm going to do this one day. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. It's going to be amazing. And one day, and it's always one day. It's always another day. And, and here we see that Peter, he puts legs to that dream. And when you step out of the boat, the dream starts to become a reality when you put legs to your dream, when you say, I'm going to do that. What was that like for you to get out of the boat? You've kind of spoken to this a little bit already, but what was it like for you to get out of the boat and put legs to your dream? Because I'm guessing the water wasn't smooth yeah. and the sun's <laughs> shining. Oh, I, I, yeah, I'd love to say it was just the easiest process I've ever been in in my life. Uh, but, man, there, there was a lot of, a lot of fear in, in stepping out to do this uh, and just a lot of anxiety that I just find myself overwhelmed by. Uh, thinking, man, is this is this really going to be worth it? I mean, and it was a sacrifice, and to be away from my family, and to 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 do this, and 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 also the fear of what are people going to think? What are people going to say? I mean, songwriting for me has always been just this incredibly intimate thing. And I was joking with Daniel the other day. It's it's like giving my journal to everybody and saying, yeah, go for it, just read it. You know, so that that's a a very vulnerable thing that I, I, I to be completely transparent, am still, <laughs> still battling and, and fighting with, just because of the reality of the stories behind so many of those songs, and and so to step out of the boat, it's, it's scary. Well, you're it right in the middle of stepping out of the boat yeah. because it, it drops on Thursday, right? So you're still living in that tension. You're like, great, I'll just stand in front of the entire church body and not let it kind of launch softly. I'll just throw it out there, and now there's, you know, 400-plus people that are going to tell me what they think. Right. Yeah. That is so tough because Peter, I, I like this. Peter didn't wait, though, for the right conditions. And yeah. I think that's one thing about your story when you were talking to me is that um, you were kind of waiting for the right conditions. Yeah. But the right conditions weren't really arising. Right. And I think that that's, that's such a, for me personally, that was such a cop-out. Because I, I would just not self sabotage, but I would just talk myself out of it. Well, not now, not now. We'll wait till the kids are finished in school, or we'll wait till we've got this resource. Or we'll 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 wait, we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait. And and the reality is, I mean, to step out and to to do something, there's never a right moment to do it. There's never a perfect moment to do it. Uh, it's just a matter of of realizing and that that, that there's just not going to be this perfect scenario to enter into. It's just all about doing it. Don't you think, too, though, sometimes we can, it's kind of good to have that because it gives you your excuse to not do it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have a legitimate excuse. You've right. got you got three boys, and you yeah. got a, a career, and you're trying to do ministry, and you're yeah. over here, and your time. and the, I mean, you, you have a legitimate excuse, and it right. kind of can feel like, oh, I can't. So you don't really have to step out. Yeah. Yeah, and, and not really step out and take those risks because of everything else that's going on. So Peter, he doesn't wait for the right conditions. Yeah. So he steps out, not when the water's right, not when it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. It is a torrential downpour. It is the worst possible time to step out of the boat. But that is, seems like the times that God really asks us to step out. So Peter sinks. We see this in the story. Yeah. yeah. He sinks. Have you ever had any moments where you felt like you were sinking? Yeah. I mean, especially just the fear of failure. Like, what if it doesn't? What if it doesn't happen? Or what if it? What if it's just another thing that that people have said that that will that will do, and, and then it doesn't materialize? You know, the the fear of of that was was huge, and and not really not really knowing what to expect, I guess, is is kind of the the big thing. Um, 
and not really knowing what is going to come of it, but just the matter of doing it, I think, is, is what's been what's been hard. Um, and then to, to sink, I mean, I feel like what's kind of helped me in those moments when I have these sinking feelings, and again, those were just, I mean, my wife's right there. She'll tell you that was a daily thing, just these low sinking moments. And I feel like what was my hand out of that was this idea of people, passions, and prayer. Like that, that was Jesus' hand to me in those moments to remind me, hey, no, people have said this. This is a passion. You've prayed about this. I've encouraged you. Let's, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. That was my hand out of that. Because that's something we talk. We talk all the time in, in the church, and it's so true that um, where it says Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him and that we always talk about. Jesus, he's there for you. Like when you step out boldly for him, you are probably going to fail. You are probably going to have moments where things don't go exactly as you'd hope that they would go. Right. But Jesus will not fail you. And so you would say that tangibly one of the ways is that was friends. Yeah. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, like this buddy of mine in college saying, hey, let's do this. And I'd be like, oh, great, we're going to do this. And then a month would pass, and he would remind me, hey, like, here's the steps we're going to take. I'm like, oh, yeah, we actually got to do something if we're going to do it. You know, like, what a concept, you know, and, and, and passions, just, re- just reminding myself, like, this is something I love to do, and to be okay with that. And that was something that, that you've just kind of really helped encourage me through this is to not feel guilty for doing something that you love to do. Um, and, and I think that that's, that's another way that we can not do something that we love to do because we'll say, well, I've got this, I've got this, I've got this. But just to be okay with doing something that you feel like God has called you to do and the freedom of that is just is great. And then, yeah, prayer is huge. I mean, without prayer, I, I'd still be thinking about it, I guess. I just think having those things when it – I mean, I just think about my own dreams and the only th- things that I, I'm wanting to accomplish. And every time I look back, it's all, it always seems to come back to people. Yeah. That tangibly, I mean, God, you know, speaks through his word so many times and gives me a promise. But it's hard sometimes to hold on to that promise. You ever gotten a promise from God from the word and you're just like you're holding on to that, but it's really hard. But then a friend will speak into your life. And, it, and that's, it's, that's the power of God. That's yeah. God who oh, does yeah. that, who tangibly hands us a guitar, you know, and says, I, I believe in you. Yeah. It's this process of what God has done over and over again. I mean, you didn't trust Daniel or I. You'd never told us you were recording an album or that you were dropping it or um, having an album release party. You didn't tell us, but obviously you have friends that speak into your life. Um, and we won't hold that. We actually had literally had to, we found out about it on Facebook. <laughs> I got a Facebook invite, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but what I, I like about that is um, I, I, I've never written a song. I've written a lot of sermons, and it is, it is vulnerable. You are yeah. so vulnerable in that moment, and people will tell you, I mean, people will be critique my sermons, and every week I stand up here and I do a sermon. I do what I'm passionate about. I do what I love. But every week, people sit in the seats and they're like, yeah, not quite as funny as he was last week. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. That, one, that, was, that, was, a, that, was, a, that was a B plus maybe. You know, I just I know, and, that, and you have to be comfortable in that. And right. ste- so stepping into your dreams is a very vulnerable s- state. Yeah. Because sh- what if you're wrong? Yeah, yeah. What if what if I'm wrong, or what if it doesn't work, or what if uh, what if the upload on iTunes isn't successful, and and it's 
just craters. I mean, there's all these what ifs. What if, what if, what if, what if. Just, yeah, that's. So what is it that, uh, I don't even know if you can answer this, but what is it that ultimately, because there's so many what ifs, what is it ultimately that you said, all right, I'm getting out of the boat, I'm doing this? You know, at the end of the day, I, I want I want my kids to do the same. And, you know, from for uh, my oldest son's right there. His name's Noah. And for for him to get to a place in his life where he has a dream, uh, there's going to be fear with that. There's going to be what ifs with that. But th- but to know, my, my dad did it. So if my dad did it, you know, maybe I could do it. That's that's the end game for me. Is that I I just want to just show my kids that that it's okay to to step out and do things. And even if it doesn't work, even if it's a failure, uh, I mean, at least you got out of the boat. I mean, I know Peter sank, but what other person in human history other than Jesus has walked on water? You know, I mean, it's a very short list. Um, <laughs> you know. Do you do song for us? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. All right, I want to invite the band to come up, and they're gonna. Do one of the songs. You want to hear one of the songs? Are you doing the song that I wrote? Are you doing the one I wrote? Fr- Friday? Not right now? Okay. All right. That's all right. All right. Hey, but we're going to actually sing this one, right? Because this is kind of a worship song. Like something everybody can sing along with. Okay. Stand up on your feet. Uh, this is such a great moment for us as a church. I hope this encourages you and inspires you. You know, as we sing this together, I hope that we hear each other's voices and what that speaks into your heart and it speaks into my heart is we're in this together. It's like this giant boat we're all in right now. Every one of us, we're all in this giant boat. And God's calling us to step out into the dreams and the purposes and the plans that he has for you and for me. And it's going to take all of us collectively together encouraging one another. All right, let's sing together. Give Eric some love one more time, okay? Come on.
We want to see the face of God. We want to see the face of God. We want to see the face of God. We want to see, we want to see it today. drives me nuts about you, Eric, is you're so stinking humble. Man, if people were clapping like that for me, I'd be like this. <laughs> which is why I'm not a rock god. Which is why I'm not a rock. Uh, you're just so incredibly humble. I know this is, has nothing to do with you and your success. That, that song really summarizes Eric's life. As long as I've known Eric, I think that just summarizes his life. He, he like, likes to step out of the spotlight, 
and just like, ah, he just wants to see the glory of the Lord. And that's, that's how you know you're living in your purpose and your calling. It's when it's not about you. When it's about the glory of God. So if you've got a dream that God's putting in you, a calling that you think you have, you got to ask yourself, is this about me? Or is this about God being glorified? If God's going to be glorified in it, go for it. If it's about your glory, slow down. Slow down. I believe today that God has put callings in every single one of us. And I realize in a room like this, so many of you, you're like, I don't, I don't know. Man, I don't, I don't have talent like that. I don't know. That's a lie. It's a lie from the enemy. You have talent. You have giftings. And you have a purpose. And you have a calling. And you have things that you and only you can do. And greatness is in you. Come on, tell somebody next to you, greatness is in you. Greatness is in you. God wants to use you. If you don't know your calling, I want to encourage you. We're going to pray here in a moment that you ask God, begin to show it to me. Because what's going to happen is somebody's going to walk up to you and they're going to hand you a guitar. You know what I mean? You're not even going to know what it's about, but something's going to happen and God's going to start. You ask for the calling, God will start shaping you and moving you in that direction. If you have your calling, my encouragement to you today, my challenge to you is get out of the boat. There is no better season than right now. You got to get out of the boat. You got to look at somebody like Eric and say, if he can do it, I can do this. If he can be that vulnerable, put himself out there, I can drive a stake in the ground and do what God's called me to do. Maybe you're here today and you're not a follower of Jesus and you're like, man, this is crazy what I walked into. What is all of this? And God, you're like, the question you have deep inside your soul is, what about me? Like, is there something for me? Yes. There's healing. There's restoration. Your past can be gone in Jesus' name. You know, uh, but what about all the mistakes, man? You ask for forgiveness. You seek after God, and he puts your past behind you, and he says, I'm going to mold you and shape you into who you are supposed to be. So your day, your day today is to say this. I am taking off my old self, and I'm putting on somebody new. I'm going to put on Christ, and I'm going to start following him.